Welcome to the pea pod. And just like the peas in a pea pod, each human is here to have experiences that will contribute to the growth of all. Here at the pea pod, we will examine some of these experiences and glean the lessons learned, the truth uncovered, and come to a deeper understanding through our sharing. So grab your popcorn, get comfortable, maybe even a paper and pen, and get ready for an amazing time with your hostess, Terry Angel, a woman on a mission to bring change, especially in the arena of peace into our world. And here she is. Oh my goodness. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to this pea pod. This is a sanctuary. Whatever's going on with you right now in your world, just take a pause. Just take a minute to reflect and think about peace. That's what we're going to do because this podcast is committed to that, to bringing more peace, more harmony, more uh, of that beautiful tranquility in the place where sometimes there isn't any. Sometimes there's so much going on out in the world, it becomes tumultuous. But we can explore together how we can find more inner peace. And that's what we're going to talk about today, whether we're able to stay in that calm during the storm or If we just need some clarity about what all that confusion is all about, we can always reflect. And and when we talk to each other, it becomes more clear what this is all about. This thing called life, being in a human body suit and going through the experiences we go through. So here we know that peace isn't just a destination. It's the whole journey And we're so glad that you're here with us today to take this journey. And I want to welcome in my dear friend, Jim Mershon, to help with that discussion today. Thank you, Jim, for being here. My thank you for having me. My pleasure, as always. Yeah, we've got, um, got a lot going on in our world, you know. And when I think about the desire to have peace on earth, I know that peace has to begin inside. So what I wanted to hold a discussion about today is how do we do that? (laughs) That's the big question on so many people's mind. How do we do that? How do we get to that place of inner peace? And I had a quote um, from Siddhartha Gautama, peace comes from within. Do not seek it without. And yet we always say we want peace out there, right? We want peace in our country. We want peace in our town. We want peace in in our world. And we forget that one important part, what's going on inside of us, what's going on in here. So, Jim, let's talk about how do we even begin to get to a peaceful place, Boy, that's that's such a big a big topic. I've been thinking on this today, and you know, as with these discussions, I draw from my own experiences. 
And I think back to many years ago when uh, I didn't even need, I didn't even know I needed to find peace and let alone that it was going to be within, you know, it was always, oh, you know, my life would be so much better if so-and-so at work wasn't such a jerk or, you know, if, if only my, you know, my brother was a little kinder to me, didn't mess with me all the time, or it, it, you get the picture. It's always, if only something else out there were different, then I'd be okay. Yeah. And that, that's kind of a, a crutch, I think. And even in doing that, when I think back, maybe deep down I did understand the difference, but it was just, I didn't know any better or any different than to blame others for what I couldn't figure out. Um, and I, I think that's a big thing for people. I I'd heard, uh, you know, I, I listen to Ram Dass all the time when I'm bored. And he just had mentioned it's it's hard to get out of a prison when you don't know you're in one. Mm -hmm. um, and that is kind of how I felt about those situations. I didn't even know that this uh, prison was around me, that I needed to uh, stop blaming others and that that was really creating my issues, not anything they were doing, but my reaction to them. Um, and maybe that's a good place for a lot of people to start. If you're, if someone really is at a loss, well, how do I even start going about this? Then maybe you're at that point where that's a good place to start. Um, you know, what do I perceive as my obstacles to a more peaceful life? Um, a, a, a good place to start. It is. And, and oh my gosh, Jim, you brought up a really good point. Starting with being a baby, everybody around us is dictating how our world is, right? If, if we're crying, mm -hmm. they're going to react in a certain way. If we're uh, in need of something, they're going to be there, you know, dictating how everything takes place with you. So it's no wonder that as we grow, we keep looking for that superhero to swoop in and say, oh, you're unhappy. Let me do something to make you happy. Or, you know, you're sad. Let me, let me lift you up so you're not sad anymore. So starting from the very beginning of our human life, we've seen that something outside of us, somebody outside of us has always been there to you know to guide and to help us through whatever is going on so it's no wonder we have that desire to have somebody make things better and then as we get older and we start to come to the realization hey you know there's things i gotta do by myself and this is one of them peace inner peace is one of those things that nobody can give us an answer to we have to figure that out and that's that was the hugest breakthrough for me when I finally, you know, the light dawned on Marblehead, uh, <laughs> um, and and it wasn't. I'm sorry to say that long ago, <laughs> um, but yeah, realizing that no one was responsible for my 
happiness, my peacefulness, my contentment other than myself. Um, right. And then, then started the task of, okay, how do I do that? Uh, you know, and then th there starts the journey. Um, and then they're in, in reflection, realizing, well, you know, it's little by little, I kind of did know it, or someone was whispering it to me all along. Um, and, you know, I had taken little steps here and there. So there was some groundwork. It just took the mind, the thoughts to catch up. Um, yeah. I, I think one of the earliest, uh, earliest things that I figured out still as a young guy and kind of full of myself and the ego was so in charge because I was so scared as a kid, just not knowing how to get, go through, uh, life as all of us, you know, figuring things out. Um, and I was one of these guys, someone would come up, hey, how you doing? Well, I would start to spin a tail, like, oh, geez, you know, blah, 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 not so good. And I started noticing people would walk the other way when they saw me coming. Um, or... They, they would start rolling their eyes like, oh, geez, I forgot. I shouldn't have asked them. I started recognizing the reaction of others to certain behaviors that I had. Um, and then from time to time would get similar responses from other people and be like, oh, geez, here we go. And then learning to modify myself um, a little bit, understanding that I was not the only person in the room. There's other people there, um, you know, and that's 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 I'm looking for, I guess, acceptance, or I was looking for sympathy, or I, you know, all of those things because I couldn't find them in myself. But paying a little bit of attention to those around me was a big. It was they were all teachers, right? What's the, uh, uh, you know, find the things that trigger you and you find your teacher it's that's showing you you need to work mm -hmm. yeah those challenges of life that's what we learn the most from that's where we have the biggest leap in our spiritual growth is when there are challenges right it's, it's noticing them and then realizing oh here's something that is going to take a little work i gotta focus on mm -hmm. that yeah, thank you for that insight and for sharing that experience. Um, you know, there's this, uh, what do you even call it, a term of fake it until you make it. <laughs> have you ever, have you ever uh, in those conversations said, oh, I am just wonderful and everything is great. And inside you were maybe trembling or sad or you know, something was going on inside of you, but yet you wanted to extend that kind of energy so that, like you were saying, you know, you're more accepted when you're a positive person than if right. something is going wrong. Yes, absolutely. And that's, I go, I suppose that's sort of the flip side of that coin going way the, the other way of, uh, 
right? Just complete, yeah, everything's great. I'm super. Um, when you're hiding some really deep, deep depression where, you know, maybe that's the time to find someone to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> and that would be helpful, right? There's so many ins and outs to all of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we've, we've learned a lot, I think, as a society from people that we've seen in a certain way. And I'm, you know, I'm thinking specifically of some of the ones who decided to, to check out of their life. And, you know, those comedians that just made us laugh hilariously and, and were so funny, but on the inside, they were hurting so bad. So I think a lot of people are in that category where they're really hurting, but they don't know how to express that hurt. Because, again, it goes back to acceptance, doesn't it? Would we accept that person if we saw the hurt, if we saw the anger, if we saw the confusion? And because they want to be accepted, they show us that that fakeness, that side that says, look at me, I'm funny. You know, look how happy I am. I think there's a lot of people that can relate to that and resonate with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I don't know that there's any one answer other than, I guess, committing to yourself to pay attention. Well, and the, the three C's, um, compassion, kindness, and love. Well, all right, maybe not three C's, but. <laughs> I'm going, okay, now I'm, I'm spelling this out. <laughs> well, now I've got everybody's attention. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> um, but right, I, when in doubt, um, I, I recall yeah, when in doubt, it was anger was the go-to reaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't really understand the uh, compassion or kindness or love unless it was convenient. You know, I definitely uh, can think of times in my younger days when that was that was really when any of those three things came out and love. I, you know, I, I knew what heard of it and I thought I had an idea of what it was, but. You know, now I understand that I didn't have a clue. It's, it's everything. It's, um, mm-hmm. it's just so important. But, um, yeah, when we're, I guess, if we're really stuck in whatever we're in, if nothing else, just try to go to compassion, kindness, and love, and starting inside internally um, at least i know that's that's what's been working for myself um, and then i'm available to give that love and kindness and compassion out to others um yeah. but, the, but the, so many times we have it backwards don't we we have it backwards we think okay i have to give it out outside of me well, how many classes are there to teach us how to be kind and loving and compassionate? 
but yes. I, nobody has to teach us how to be angry. That, right. that we we all got that down. That just comes with the programming, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was I was listening to um, the singer Pink. I I love her. I love her attitude. Her ballsiness you know just she is a boss and she was doing an interview where she was talking about anger and the necessity of anger because we all get angry mm. you know but yet we try to deny it oh i'm not angry <laughs> i've said yeah. that myself when i was steaming i'm not angry <laughs> <laughs> But she was saying how um, how therapeutic it is to explore that anger and to express it in a, a healthy way, you know, not well, in a way where you're attacking, but in a way that you're you're expressing it in a way that you're focused on what it is inside of you and not right. focusing it towards somebody, but allowing it to release out of yourself. And I, I thought that was so wise of her to express that because right. she she says, I have a lot of anger and, you know, I use it. I use it to motivate me. I use it to to move me forward with that anger, but expressing it. And she does. She does such a good job of expressing it through all of her means of, you know, <laughs> entertaining us. And we're entertained you know, by the stories that she tells in her songs. Right. But we all need to explore that. We we all have every human emotion that there is inside of us going on. But we tend to ignore that one, don't we? We tend to want to say to somebody, I'm not mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that's that's so that's such a great message. And and as you say Right. Uh, the, the, the anger is a part of us. It's a part of the human, uh, the the human experience. Um, mm -hmm. There for a reason. I think it, it protects us in certain. But as you say, it's express it, but don't live there. Don't live there. Let it go. Let it go. I have to let it go. And how many times? Um, I, again, I'm thinking of this in my my driving today. Um, being angry and finding out I was right, you know, in my anger, and then comes sort of that self righteous. Well, I have a right to be angry, and mm -hmm. that's not good. It's you know, let it go. You know, okay. You know this person, blah blah blah, and they and they said they're sorry. So let it go. It's yeah, and 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 the, the only person it affects is yourself. Hanging on to it, um, being angry at someone has no effect on them in the long run. Um, yeah, and it's yeah. you're only hurting yourself by hanging on to these things and just let let them go. Yeah, it's, it's like that old analogy, you know, taking poison, thinking somebody else is going to die from it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're, that anger is a poison if you just keep it going, keep it boiling inside of you. And 
and mm-hmm. keep pulling whatever that experience was, was already done, right? It's already happened. So and you keep pulling it into the present moment. And that's the poison. That's what right. we're doing. Yeah. And we'll do that. That's, I, I love the, I believe it was the, the Dalai Lama. Someone asked him about anger and, you know, how, how is it that you, you know, got rid of anger or overcame anger? And he, you know, he laughed in that Dalai Lama laugh. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, I get angry. I'm, I'm a human being. Um, but he said he just understands the folly of staying there. You know, as soon as he recognizes the anger, well, then you let it go. And maybe it's important to mention letting go of anger doesn't mean that it's never like floats on by and visits you again. It, it might revisit and say, oh, hi, remember me? And uh, but, the, oh, yes, I, I haven't seen you in ages. You know, the the whatever the kid in high school who you know, made me mad and here it is, here you are. But now the trick is see it, recognize it, but say hello. Uh, you know, let's, let's have a drink and nice to see you. Bye. You know, that they're going to come back, but try not to let it uh, trigger you again. Just go, Oh, there you are old friend. Nice for stopping by. See you later. Awesome. Love, love these words of wisdom, Jim. And uh, what, I, what I usually do, I ask the question, what am I supposed to do with this? So if mm. anger comes up, if a situation comes up and somebody's maybe pushing your buttons and, you know, trying to get a rise out of you about something, just ask, step, step back and say, what am I supposed to do with this? And if you're coming from a heart-centered place, the answer is always to stay in your peace. Absolutely. Stay in the peace inside of you. And, and yeah, there's times to express anger. You know, maybe somebody has done something and, and they really need to know that it was hurtful. So there's a, you know, a way to express that in a loving way and not in an attack way. And I think that's the difference. When, when we're dealing with others and even with ourselves, you know, don't beat yourself up either. If you've done something, just pour love and forgiveness into it and come from that part of, you know, how is this going to be helpful to me? How is this going to help my spiritual growth and bring me to that place of inner peace? Oh, you are so right. And boy, what a great example, because we all have those people in our lives who like to, and it's it's like it's their job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and boy, the more someone you know starts getting angry, it just feeds the. They just got to keep going, and yeah, like you say, if, if you stay in that place of peace. I know sometimes once I recognized that and I understood, oh, that's just what they do. I got to let it go. And I would just kind of laugh along with them. 
say, oh, you know, yeah, you're right. I do. You know, that's funny. And boy, nothing takes the wind out of a button pusher's sails quicker than, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, somebody, somebody's trying to argue with you. It's really hard to carry on an argument all by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like, why aren't you arguing back? Well, I don't feel like arguing today. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, great example. Yeah. Oh, what a great discussion. So I know we have people listening. Thank you all for being here. And oh, if you oh, have good. any questions for us, we'd love oh. to take that. Would I'd love to make this interactive. Please. And you know, if you have any questions about how to explore more of getting to that place of inner peace, we'd love to hear from you. So, you know, there are many methods that we can use to become more peaceful. And one that's my favorite is meditation. I love meditation. And I, I have my go-tos as far as guided meditation. I have certain people that when I put on that, that video or that audio and they're going to take me into my heart, I just automatically go and nothing else matters. No, there's nothing else in the world that's more important than spending that time. So, Jim, how about you? What's uh, what's a go-to for you? So, you know, I'm so glad you brought this up because this was another topic that I was kind of spinning around in the brain today. And, uh, yeah, meditation. How long have I heard about how useful and helpful meditation is? I'm a terrible meditator. And, <laughs> and, you know, I try and I'm, I continually try, but, you know, I've found through, uh, you know, years of observation, I guess, I, I have, I meditate in other ways, as do a lot of other people. Um, I have a hard time with the just sitting, um, you know, and trying to meditate. Until I, I think I started learning from all of you that paying attention to the breath. I think that was kind of a turning point for me for being able to sit still and do some meditation. But still for me, it's it's movement. I've always been a moving guy. Like my decades of being in the skiing business and skiing was my meditation because that was like the one thing I could do and just be, I mean, just so void of anything other than that. And it was just the most wonderful, peaceful thing. Um, and then later on, I found Tai Chi, you know, the movement for taking a walk in the woods. Um, things of that nature would give me that meditative state. Um, but an aspect of meditation, I never quite thought about it in these terms. Like I used to always think, oh, you know, you got to meditate and meditate and meditate. And then all of a sudden one day you're like, oh, you know, rainbows are coming out of your head. And it's, you know, there's Jesus walking in the room and right. And, but I forget who it was. Someone much, much wiser was just mentioning that um, meditation is just about um, noticing those thoughts mm -hmm. and 
letting them go. And that's like following the breath. You're sitting, trying to meditate. And then, you know, the monkey mind starts coming in. Well, it's just notice it. Go, oh, there it goes. And then back to the breath. Give yeah. that mind a rest for a minute. And then, you know, three seconds later, you know, there it is again. You know, if you can do that, you're meditating. And that's so, so good. Uh, it's just wonderful, wonderful stuff. Um, so getting to be able to sit and do that a little better. But yeah, still for me, things are movement. And for other people, um, may, it might be crocheting or cooking or, you know, I think there's a lot of things people do that they don't even realize is meditating. Um, yeah, absolutely. Gardening. You know, you oh do landscaping, Jim. Being in nature, even mm -hmm. if you're just walking, stepping on grass or walking by a brook or, you know, looking at the beautiful trees, that's all meditation. That's all allowing that energy to flow through you that is so right. natural and beautiful and harmonic. But I wanted to mention, you know, you're talking about the monkey mind and all those thoughts. We can't stop our thoughts. We have no control to do that. So what I like to do is incorporate everything into my meditation. So Whoa. let's say, I'm, I'm, like right now, let's say I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to meditate. So I'm hearing noises in the room. There's a little fountain going and I hear it moving. I hear cars going by. So I just bring all of that into the meditation with me. I'm like, thank you for being here. And then eventually those thoughts that are my to-do thoughts, you know, oh, you know, you really have to do this and you've got to pay attention to that. And, and you've got so much, you know, out there to do. And eventually all of those kind of thoughts are going to just bring in whatever's happening around me and pay more attention to the immediate, to what's happening in the present moment. It, it's just a little technique that I've developed with meditation where I, I don't even focus on trying to stop any thoughts. You know, a lot of people say, look at them like they're clouds and they float away. You know, I just say, no, hello, welcome, come on in. And eventually all thoughts lead to that one focus of the heart and focusing on the breath, like you were saying, and then just ask, okay, what do I need to know in this very moment? And when you do that, your heart is going to start talking to you, not so much the, the brain, but the heart is going to tell you what you need in that moment. And it's just a beautiful way of not resisting anything, not saying I have to have peace and quiet to do this meditation. So everybody shush, <laughs> tell the birds to be quiet, tell the cars to stop coming down your street. You know, that's resistance. But when you just say, ah, oh, I know that's going to happen. So I'm just going to welcome all the sounds. I'm going to welcome all the world that's happening around me and bring it in to the inside and just let it be what it is. That is beautiful. And what a boy. I just, I can't wait to, I'm, I now have a new way to try meditating because that is fantastic. And you know, the, the point that you made, which really is kind of the point, is getting to the now, mm -hmm. getting to the present. That really is kind of the, the it thing because that's yeah. all there really is. 
That's all there is. And uh, in the present uh, moment, yeah, the world's not standing still for you. <laughs> so being in the world, being in the present, and mm -hmm. allowing whatever's happening to happen. And just be with it. Yeah. Oh, that's, that is wonderful. Yeah. So Blue says, Jim, have you tried listening to a talk meditation to carry you through? I will send you one. Oh, so, I Thank try you. one. Thank you. Thank you, Jean. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Let's see what else is going on. She said, um, I just did a session here and told the guy to just flow with ease to the rhythm of life here at this place. That's mm -hmm. that's it. It's the flow, isn't it? It's Perfect. getting into yeah. alignment with everything, not yeah. saying, oh, it, it has to be only this. You know, that's limiting yourself. When you yeah. open it up and say, I'm going to be in flow with everything. You know, there's nothing that won't fit in here. Even if it's like kids laughing or screaming or, you know, the neighbor banging on the wall or whatever it might be. You know, just incorporate it. Just say, oh, welcome. Thank you for being in my meditation with me today. And go in with that kind of attitude. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's just perfect. And it makes so much sense. Right. The allow. Yeah. And, and really, right. You're so right. Wherever anybody is at any given moment, they should be able to have a little meditate, even if it's 30 seconds. Um, you know, on the, the subway in the city or, um, you know, the bustling uh, resort area when you're, you know, crazy with people, you could still take even just a few seconds and uh, just, yeah, be, be with all of that and be in the moment. Yeah. And and when, you can, when you can understand that, then you can meditate anywhere. You don't have to have your little quiet room, you know, or go to a, a sanctuary or anything you can meditate on a busy bus you know you can meditate on an airplane you can meditate anywhere that you are because it's just you boy that makes so much right how many times have i said you know i would love to meditate but i'm just always so busy with work or you know i, I don't have time right yep Oh, I love this. And, and that, that is honestly the, uh, the fastest way to achieve that inner peace. Mm. When you can give yourself the opportunity to just sit with you and just explore, just explore. Let your heart talk to you. The, oh, the heart space is so important. And right, just realizing that you can do it anywhere, anytime. Um, that's empowering. Yeah, it really is. Because I've, I've heard that also. People will say, I don't have time to meditate. You know, I, or I don't have the opportunity because my family demands my attention. Or, you know, I'm at work so much. I work this many hours. And I'm like, you can meditate at work. Yeah. You know? Right. Very easy right. to do. And, and people think you have to sit there, you know, with your eyes closed and... Um, you know, just be very still. 
You can meditate with your eyes open. I do it all the time. Um, as right. I'm driving down the road, I'm not going to close my eyes while I'm driving down the road. <laughs> Especially that Pacific Coast Highway, I'll end up in the Pacific Ocean. Yeah, glad to hear <laughs> that. I meditate on the beauty, you know, because as you're driving along, there is so much beauty in this country. And I just look at the beautiful mountains. I look at the ocean and the fields and the valleys and you meditate on beauty. You meditate on whatever is in your immediate presence. Right. Oh, yeah. that's, that's that's perfect. Well, yeah, and right, driving. What a great time to be present. <laughs> yeah. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Absolutely. So another thing that will help with inner peace it's gratitude. You all knew that was coming, didn't you? <laughs> gratitude. It changes everything. It really does. When you can. I learned that too. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Talk about that. Because, you know, I'm, I think when we are so self centered about what's happening in our own world yeah. and maybe things aren't going quite right or. Or maybe they are, you know, but but you're so um, focused on you when you open up from that and say, how can I serve? How can I help others today? And one way to do that is gratitude. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything to give gratitude. Yeah. Yes. So, boy, um, gratitude is a big one. And as I say, um until um meeting yourself well and and especially with gene and brooke learning about gratitude was so expanding i mean it, it never dawned on me and what uh I, I can i call it a powerful tool it's i mean it's so much more than that i don't even really have the proper words to describe it and, you know, when I began, I, I would hear you guys talk about gratitude and, and hear people using it in, you know, like a little, you know, love and gratitude or see it at the end of an email. I'm like, well, all right, I get the idea. That's neat. That's, mm -hmm. that's nice. And But I didn't really understand it. But I just started using it anyways, especially like in my my little prayers in the morning to everybody and um, you know, I so said, oh, love and gratitude to the universe and, you know, thanks for the new job. Thanks for, you know, whatever. Everything's going great. Love and gratitude, every, you know, but I didn't, I didn't feel it until I got, I guess I had to wear it for a little while. <laughs> yeah. and, that, and it started fitting and it felt comfortable and I started understanding the actual meaning of it. And then there was vibration behind it when I would say it. And I mean, just for anyone listening that maybe this is a new concept, boy, try it out because it was a big game changer in, in my life and in my relationships with others. And yeah, I just, I could go on and on, but yeah, boy, gratitude. Um, I'm so grateful you brought that up. <laughs> Well, thank you. And, you know, it is, it's more than the words. Thank you. 
we sometimes we have a tendency to just say that automatically and, and not put the feeling behind it like you were mentioning it is a feeling it is an emotion gratitude is and so when you're saying thank you to someone really express that from your heart because people know if you're just giving a cursory thanks you know <laughs> they know that that's just like an automatic response that we give but if you take time and look someone in the eyes and say thank you it makes a difference it really does they're going to feel that heart-centered emotion they're going to feel the love that's in there in your heart so mm -hmm. that's why i say gratitude changes everything when i um when i'm with somebody that has done something like a, a service type of thing like a, a, a waitress in a restaurant um, somebody that's checking me out at the grocery store, I will usually give them a card if I have one with me, my gratitude cards. But if I don't have one with me, I always make eye contact. And here's another thing that makes it more special. If you know their name or if they have a name tag on, say their name. I'll say, thank you, Jim. Thank you for what you've, do you've done for me today. And, you know, cashiers look at you really funny when you say that. But then I think it really starts to sink in. That person saw me. They saw me. I wasn't just somebody standing here performing a service. I was a person. And that's the difference when we can make it personal. And especially with your, your servers in the restaurants, mm. it makes a big difference that, that they know that you see them as an individual not as a robot bringing you food to your table you know there's a person there and they've got feelings and they've got things that are going on in their lives and maybe they're having a bad day mm -hmm. and your gratitude your acknowledgement of them may be what turns them around for the rest of their day your smile may be the only smile they see that day they may have been dealing with a, a restaurant full of grumpy customers or that person coming through the cashier's line in the grocery store you know maybe that person's stressed because you know they have to have the money to pay for the food so there's a lot of energy going on with those who are in service positions mm -hmm. and the more make their life a little easier and more happy because somebody saw them then we're bringing more peace into our world that's just one thing we can do that doesn't, like I said, doesn't cost you anything to be nice, right? To be kind. That's beautiful. And yes, yeah, so remembering that we are all human beings here, whatever role we might be playing. Yeah, that's, that's powerful, right? That's not a checkout person. That's a human being. Mm -hmm. being a checkout person right um and i'm a human being being a customer if right. that's a checkout person then i need to be a customer yeah <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah that's i want to i want to read a little bit from what jean lorio wrote um she was talking about confucius and she said we need to know ourselves." and open up to who we really are when we learn to love ourselves and have gratitude and closeness to our creator 
then we can love and change the world. And that's exactly what we've been talking about. How do, how do we change our world? Right. You know, Thank we, you. We say, we say we want change. You know, this is how you do it, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Powerful stuff. And so attainable. Yeah. So Blue says, when I traveled for a living, I would stop over babble and breathe deep listen and let it out i would carry this with me throughout my business trips wow beautiful what a beautiful ritual you That's know a and i've been by babel and i know you have too jim and what a peaceful energy there with that little brook isn't oh, it yeah. <clears throat> oh it's beautiful yeah and Jean says, "Your Jean Lorio says, your heart is your inner temple. It's always there, always. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we try to ignore it, don't we? We're like, oh, I've got business to take care of. I gotta, gotta put my business face on. You know, <laughs> but business can be so much easier if we bring an energy of peace and love with us. Right. Absolutely. Yeah." yeah. Do everything from the heart center. Um, yeah. It's it takes practice, <laughs> it takes thought, but it's so worth it. Yeah. Yeah. So we want peace in the world. That's that's what I hear from pretty much everybody I talk to. I haven't talked right. to one person yet that says, no, I don't want peace. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, this world, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of tumultuousness. There's a lot of conflict. There are wars going on in different parts of the world. Um, You know, there's a lot of racism and all kinds of isms and upset. But we want peace. We want a world that works for all of us. We want a world where it's going to be here for the coming generations. Right. So one thing that we're doing, I say we because Jim is a big part of it also, we're doing this movement, this organization that we have begun, that's 10 million for world peace. So Jim, would you like to talk about uh, your part and how you're helping us out with this organization? Oh, well, I mean, it was just a simple, you guys reached out asking for volunteers. So myself, like a number of other people, just reached out and said, yeah, I I love the idea. Um, I'll help out. So um, I I guess I'm, I'm trying to let people around me know about it to get involved. I guess the biggest thing right now is just getting other people aware and involved because as you say, um, it is something I think everyone can agree upon, right? And it's it's above, it's above politics, it's above, um, you know, race and gender and, you know, all of those things. Uh, so yeah, for my part, <clears throat> aside from a little bit, little bit of admin work, um, 
yeah, we're trying to get people on board. I think that's the biggest, the biggest step at this point. The more, the merrier. Yeah, um, absolutely. And, and I'm and streaming it, and it, the link below us where you can uh, become a volunteer. Hmm. Volunteer. It's a great thing to do. Yeah. And, and you know, we're, we're new. I want to put that out there. We are new. Um, Marbeth and Maureen and I just began this. I don't even think it's been three months now that we got this started. And so we're figuring out how to utilize volunteers, where to place you that's going to be the most effective in helping us. But we need people that can write. We need people that can share on social media. We need people that's going to put the word out there that this is happening because we're working our way to September. So where are we? We're in June, July, August, September. So in three months, starting September 1st, we are going to start meditating once a day. Right now it's once a week on Sundays. September 1st, we begin 21 days of peace where every day we're going to meditate and bring in the energy of peace geared toward our world leaders, our government officials, our county leaders, state, local, and just sending out the message from all of us that we want peace. We want a world that works together for everyone, not just a few. And we're going to see this, and we want 10 million plus involved in this. So Jim is helping us in a big way with the volunteers. So there's your link to uh, go sign up. Sign up. I look forward to seeing your name in the volunteer list. That is, that's going to be awesome. Um, and, and Deirdre is with us. Deirdre says, I'm starting to see some movement in our Peace on Earth tour and the 10 million for world peace. I met with Marbeth and we have plans. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So the more volunteers we have, the easier this is going to be to share it out. Absolutely. You know, I, I can share so much as one person. There's 24 hours in my day. I can spend those 24 hours putting out the message. But if we have, let's say 50 of us, doing the same thing, sharing out love and light, sharing out this message that, hey, we're doing something here. You know, that's what we want. We want people spreading the words in your communities, in your groups, your Facebook, your Twitters, your Instagrams, Pinterest, whatever means you use to spread love into the world. We want you to share this and get on board with us. I think almost everybody that's on in our audience right now has signed up to volunteer. I know Auntie Jean has and uh, Deirdre. I don't know about some of the others. So if you haven't yet, there's your opportunity. Right, Jim? Come on aboard. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's, yeah. And it's such a positive, as you were mentioning, you know, so many things happening in the world. Um, that aren't positive, here's something that we can all do so easily that's nothing but positive. Um, you 
know, positive and love and you're all the people around you are also going to be full of love and positivity. That's what a better place to be. Absolutely. And, and like Charlie Kuhn said, be grateful. You get back 10 times. <laughs> yeah. So you're being of service when you share the peace movements with others. That's a service you're giving. And when you give, you get back. Mm. So, yeah. So make it a, a daily thing to just share it out once a day. Just say, hey, get on board with this movement. And then when we begin those meditations daily, share those out and let people know what we're doing. Yeah, such a beautiful, beautiful thing to be involved with. You know, we, we choose, we make decisions every moment. We choose what we're going to do with our 24 hours, don't we? we yeah. It's the decision that we make. Yeah. So this could be that decision for at least a small part of that time. Well said, yes. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Kimmy. And thank you, everyone who shares out the word. And let's let's get more people so that we can gather those 10 million. I believe in my heart this is happening, that the 10 million are ready and waiting. And we're going to make an impact in the world. Absolutely. Yeah, we just have to get to them so that they know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it's important because when we put out an energy into the world, it goes into the great mix of all the energies in the world. So if we're putting peace, and just imagine there's 10 million people sharing peace at the same time. Just imagine that impact as it's going into the mix of everything that's going on in the world. This is big, you guys. This is bigger than one person. It's going to take a village to do this. And we appreciate each one of you that's stepping up and, and helping us out with this mission. Okay, so Auntie Jean said, I just reviewed our Peapod on faith. One conclusion we came to was that faith has action and volunteering is great action. Ah. Thank you, Very James. good point. Very good yeah. point. Yes. Faith is action. I like that. Yeah. And you know, love is action. Yeah. We can say it all day long, but when we actually do the act of love, hmm. then it makes an impact. Then it makes a difference. So, ah, Jim, what a great discussion today. So oh, I, just, I, just, I just want to recap where we've been during this hour, because we did talk about a lot of things. Hmm. But I, to me, I think the most important thing is find what is inside of you. Find that place in your heart where you can bring in inner peace. And Jim and I talked about meditation and gave you some tips and tools for that. And, um, and just finding that place of peace. You know, you can go into nature. You can go into a quiet room or by a quiet little brook. 
um, you know, whatever it takes, just, just know who you are and what you can do. And we're unstoppable. We really are. When we think about it, if we put our minds together, we're, we're quite unstoppable in this world. Mm. Yeah. Here, here. And Jim, you mentioned some other things that you like to do, like Tai Chi and um, what were some of the ones that you talked about? Because well, it, it was movement. Me, but right, movement, just walking, walking in nature, um, things like that. Um, yeah. I, yeah, anything that I'm moving around. My my fur babies, you know, they give me meditation time. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Animal energy, if you can be with that, that's one of the best things in the world to bring out peace because they're unconditional love. And they respond to us. So just as the animals respond to our energy, people also respond and, you know, we talked about that when we talked about anger and staying calm and, and showing love to somebody, even if we might have, you know, discussion about something that we were upset about. Stay calm, stay in your heart. And, you know, this all works together for that inner peace. And when we find that inner peace, we're going to start seeing more and more of the peace out in the world because it, we're living it. Yeah, it's coming from us. Absolutely. Right. Nothing better than leading by example. Right. So, Jim, any last words for our listeners before we sign off of here today? Um, no, just my love and gratitude to you, Terry. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, you know, for I can't even think about how many things that I've learned from you. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. This hour went so fast. Thank you to everyone who tuned in, everyone who participated and interacted with us. I love all of any show I do. I love making it interactive. So thank you for joining in with the discussion. And hopefully we've touched your heart today. Hopefully we've given you something to think about and started some wheels turning inside your head. I know every time I talk to Jim, I, I get the... The thoughts, you know, I go off on that that little tangent of, oh, I could do that, or we could we could talk about this. So I just love holding conversation with you, Jim. Thank you so much for this day, and to all of you out there, stay in your heart, stay blessed, and we will see you later. Namaste, y'all. Bye, everyone. <laughs>